Ascent 420, number 62. You got a little pick-me-up here with Prodigium Ghost Train, and then we're going to bring it down a little bit with some white wedding in there. Let's so hopefully, see how well that works. Hopefully it's a good blend. We'll see. Excited. I'm excited too. I've been looking at it for a couple. Because <laughs> normally I smoke before my first classes, but I didn't get a chance this morning. So I was like, damn, I need to get a little bit of a buzz. Neat. Oh, and it doesn't have the crutch this time. Mm. We're going to see. This was will be the test. I didn't hear a request today, so. I thought once was enough, but I guess you oh. like people asking you constantly for favors. I thought so. it was like a constant thing. Right? <laughs> so is, this the, is this what we're doing now? This is what we do from now on. I just, it's I, what we should do. Pretty from sure now I said on. I was just going to try it last week just to see how it went. And, you know, Everybody said any, it went great, oh, so I don't understand I don't remember, why we just. I thought I only got feedback from you. I didn't remember getting feedback back. from well, the I other guess. Half of the table. I guess. So when everybody said it went great, you might you said it went great. No, I thought I thought people said that it was fine. It was, <laughs> it was okay. That it was acceptable. Uh, it was acceptable. Uh -huh. Acceptable. Okay, so like tell great. me why you prefer having pieces <laughs> in your mouth versus having a clean, straight, like Because comfort is fucking killing us. It's too easy. That's what I'm saying. It's just too easy. It's such a waste. If everything's gonna be too such easy, a waste. At least this way, you you smoke you smoke all of it. Whereas when it doesn't have one, you always leave some of it and you waste it. Extra waste. The one that falls out and the one that you leave at the end. And it gets all soppy. <laughs> and that. So I mean, honestly, we're just building a case for having a little hey, roach. I'm not even fighting you on it. When I'm at home, I put crutches in my roach during my joint all the time. See, so, whoops. Oh, First you gotta learn how to hold the joy and then Well, you, can... you see, if it's falling out the butt end, I mean. Well, that was the old days of roach clips, right? So that you didn't have to have that little crutch. My dad still, he like, when, every morning he goes on a bike ride and he just goes to all the different high schools and middle schools around pueblo and he just finds he'll find money what? he finds uh like all kinds of memorabilia like fucking random he's found like expensive jewelry he found a fucking 200 dollar ring somewhere one time he's found watches hats he's just struck with luck but i think one of his most prized treasures is when he finds roach clips <laughs> he finds things that he goes, I can use this as a roach clip. And then every time I go to Pueblo to visit him, we're smoking, and he's one? like, check out my new roach clip. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a pin or something, like a pin you would put on your shirt, but it's got like a perfect little notch to like slide the joint in. And I, sometimes it's like a fucking... I swear to God, he had like a almost like a pair of tweezers one time. It wasn't quite tweezers. I don't know what it was used for, but it was like a pincher of some sort. And um, sometimes they're like clips, you know, like a thing clips down and it'll clip it over the That's end. cool. Actually, that reminds me, I have something that we could use or I can use. That way, every time I get it, I'll just have to put it on and then I'll take it off. And that way, that way you guys can just deal with your issues on your own. <laughs> or you could buy a pack of glass tips for like five bucks and just keep them here and then we can put those in there. What do you do? Just 
stick it in or did you yeah. roll it in with it? No, you like, want me to no. buy something for you guys when you guys don't even want it? I put I put them in the same way I put the crutch in. So I'll just pack the end, slide the glass tip in, and then you fold the edges of the paper around the glass tip, and it just stays in while you smoke. Cool. You need the Elvira thing. Yeah, I have a cool one. That was a pretty big joint. The hog leg. I thought I rolled a thinner one this week. I can't gauge it anymore. Danny, you know, you remember Danny. Man, he used to have fucking joints like that. Just these big old fat, like, finger-sized hog leg joints. And that guy, just his wife, even more so than him, just chaining those. Like, it's like, man, you're going to smoke all of those in this day? And then Donna, his wife, she would pack the roach in her bowl and smoke the roach. She got that whole thing taken care of. And still not be high. <laughs> still be right. going back. Light mm-hmm. Pull out the dab pan in between. I know those people too. Just fucking got their little nectar collectors and then just every nectar like 30 collector. seconds <laughs> taking another dab, another dab. <laughs> She's old school, so she doesn't, to my knowledge, do any of that. Mm. Just all flour. That's like a new thing with young dudes, though, right? Like the dads. I mean, I mean, you know, like we used to smoke hash back in the day. Uh, but I mean that like a lot of young people like do it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like that all day long. More right? popular, yeah. yeah. Seems a little extreme. Yeah, it I feel seems like a I little, know someone who does that all the day. It seems a little dirty, too, you know? Like, <laughs> makes me feel dirty when I do them. You know, I don't mind Why? every now and then. Well, it's like the crack of weed, yeah. you know, it's super concentrated. You got to use all the crack tools, you know, um, so. <laughs> That's true. Well, the and then bad. most of them have <laughs> the solvents, tools, yeah. you know, like most of those, Sorry. the majority of people are just smoking either butane or propane extraction. And a lot of times like, like propane supposed to be the cleanest one for extraction, according to at least when I was still in the industry, but <clears throat> the butane one for sure there were times where so if you ever get like a sheet of wax and it's got a shit ton of air bubbles in it that's all the gas is still trapped in there it means they didn't purge it well so then that means when you take that dab you're ingesting a shit ton of butane with the with the dab and uh and it It doesn't like explode like i mean it, it like if you had the flame going on it it could but you know usually you're heating the plate and then sticking the dab on there but um yeah shit it's not good for your lungs but if i like i don't know yeah for those last few years i was in the industry i strictly would only take rosin or um uh distillate because those rosin presses are pretty badass the rosin's dope but again the amount of rosin you get from a bud and the whole less, process is a lot less. You get less. Yeah, a lot less. I would make it off of um, old school like uh, hair straighteners. Mm-hmm. You know, you put it between parchment the, paper. Uh, yeah, paper, and then you just. It's like using an iron with wax yeah. through or a parchment. coffee filter, and then it squeezes all the oils out, and mm. and then you just let it dry on the wax paper, and you're left with homemade rosin dabs. And you can peel it off, right? But it was so like much of a time-consuming process 
you know, for what you got out of it. Now with the presses, that's different because now you can get a whole bunch at one time. But before those presses, it was people are painful, creative. Yeah, it's like all the things you get out of a tree, right? Yeah. Paper, and different ways to the, just like turpentine, right? Extract things. Mm -hmm. Maple syrup. Gums. Maple syrup. Gum Arabic. I'm good. I'm good. See, if this, <laughs> if there was that tip in there, this thing would pretty much be like right there. So we wouldn't be wasting as much. There's a another pro. <laughs> Told you. Your your argument is See? really starting to hold. Is that the a lot two of things of the argument? You save weight. and then you don't get shit in your mouth. Yes. That's what you mean. And resin on the fingers. And it's uh, it, it's also a nice like I like the the feel the feel and aesthetic yeah. to it. Mm -hmm. Well, well no no I mean like the smashed. smoke just um, inhaling through that feels different. Mm. Um, I like yeah. how it builds. Well, the, it builds less moisture that way too, so it gets less <clears> like <throat> resonated or you know like wet in the joint so so and i think that's a decent compromise because i remember that one time when you had us use a filter right? see well like a cigarette filter yeah we did oh. a filter one, one oh time. yeah that's too much <laughs> like that? well no i'm just saying it's so it's in between I'll, planning I'll ahead of time yeah i would never put a filter in but um, yeah i always put crutches in my joints at home i would do a filter but that's just me i'm okay You're with <laughs> the compromise. Let everyone be my witness. All right. So the crutch is now officially part of the Ascent 420. Joint routine. Joint routine. <clears throat> All right. Well, you're the joint roller, so you got it now. I'm in on control. It. He's in control. <laughs> That's all the power. So, okay, going back. I, I don't feel like I completely <clears throat> solved that question that we were talking about earlier. So is all blotter paper perforated <laughs> into little squares? Is there like sheets of blotter paper that are just normal sheets of paper that aren't perforated? Or does no, it I think blotter paper no, it's specific. specifically yeah. is because it's perforated. Okay, so then was blotter paper created for acid or did the people who created acid be like, Blotter paper, or maybe it was just really chemistry well for this. Just hmm. chemistry stuff. Hmm. Yeah, was did blot did blotter paper exist for chemistry? That's interesting. That makes possible. That right. seems likely because it, it looks like um, like a pH strip. Yeah, or I was that's uh -huh. I was gonna say like almost if they needed to just test it in a solution or something, right. they just uh, put a drop on the paper then and then kind of control it. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. It might be. Fucking smartest yeah. shit. Look at right. that. The, the people that first see what happens when you say like more words. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Right. So, according to Wikipedia, blotting paper called bibulous paper, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, is a highly absorbent type of paper or other material. It is used to absorb an excess of liquid substances, such as ink or oil, from the surface of writing paper or objects. Blotting paper, referred to as bibulous paper, is mainly used in microscopy to re remove excess liquids from the slide before viewing. Blotting paper has also been sold as a cosmetic to aid in the removal of skin oils and makeup applications. That, art, me, art, chemical it, analysis. It's not perforated, though. Drugs. Right? That's just blotting, like you would blot like some... Um, 
Maybe the perforations because you'd hold them in tweezers and then you'd hold it <laughs> right next to uh, it and just like right. suck up the extra <laughs> liquid. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I think. I, it, <laughs> I think it has to be um, perforated. Hmm. Well, there you go. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe, it maybe not. Maybe it's like a <laughs> bounty, like the quilted yeah. picker upper, you know? Maybe the perforation. Well, that's what they were probably it, thinking. They're yeah, like, oh, this blotter paper actually helps it more. <laughs> picks up so much fluid. We'll just drop um, our LSD it, on it. That'll be perfect mm. way to deliver it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then some guy's like, let's let's print on it. Let's draw. What if I drew something on it? <laughs> well, isn't that <laughs> how you used to get your acid? With right, And it always, mm -hmm. the name corresponded to whatever picture was on it. And mm -hmm. you'd be like, this one's Black Pyramid. And yeah. Black Pyramid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Camouflage. Did you ever get Well, you see, that? so like, I don't, think so. I don't know. That Daffy Duck, Maybe it's just person. an art thing. Walmart sells blotter paper, perforated blotter for, paper. For art? For like art? Or yeah, what department is it in? Let's find out. <laughs> That's funny. And no, we are not sponsored this. by Walmart. Um, <laughs> or blotter paper. <laughs> or blotter paper. <laughs> 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 I don't like people make blotter paper. I do a lot of advertisements. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all underground. <laughs> like, you know it exists, but you don't really talk about it. That's weird. Like did you ever have balls. the sugar cube? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We did that ourselves, too, right? If someone mm -hmm. had a vial or something. Right. Yeah. But don't you think with the vials, <clears throat> see, what I always saw with the vials was that then you never really could gauge if you were taking a hit or two because everybody tried to get greedy mm -hmm. and, you know, Plus do a big here. squirt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, on there instead of that uh, one drop. drop or whatever, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. So... Yeah. At least the couple times I was around vials. Right. I had a friend who, like, was going to a dinner party. He was one of these guys who was super smart, but just a rebellious as fuck kid. And um, would never, you know, he was, like, completely dysfunctional, but always was, like, on honor rolls and shit like that. Hmm. So <clears throat> we were tripping acid, and he ate, I can't remember, like, two, three hits, and then he put like the corners in his eyes. And so in each corner of his eyes, he had a little corner of it. And so... That's crazy. What? Yeah, he was... <laughs> Why? balls. And then he had to go to his mom's, like, dinner party. And so he got sent to... St. John's Military Academy after that dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> what happened at that party? Yeah. I, Doesn't I it last a long hilarious. time? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think a couple weeks later, they, like... Um, tricked him and then all of a sudden he's getting like driven to Kansas I used to send him weed this was way back in the day right and so um, I would send weed in cassettes so you'd put it in cellophane and <laughs> cigarette cellophane and then roll it kind of tight because that in would the seal cassette, it. in the actual cassette yeah and then I'd pack the it case. around the cassette That's and then I'd tape yeah, I think we talked about like this. Uh. the tape at the bottom right so it just so looked you like, like take a it on the airplane or something or well i would just mail it and oh for mail okay uh -huh. uh, nice and it weighed about that so you'd uh, send them like four or five cassettes and right that's smart yeah. so that was pretty cool yeah <laughs> that's a good one yeah into saint john's i think that's what it was called something like that mm -hmm. 
but it didn't help him. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, he just was a degenerate. Yeah. You know, like, took everything to the extreme. But then again, one of those super talented, he was a good musician. He went to uh, Tulane. Hmm. We went down to visit him for Mardi Gras a couple times, hmm. or one time. Went down there a few times for Mardi Gras. And uh, we're going to the locals' parties, right? And so, um, you know, because a lot of the people who lived out there, like going downtown for Mardi Gras was kind of what the tourists do. And so mm. we went to all the, you know, like locals' parties and okay. shit like that. Mm-hmm. So we're tripping, and we go to this one party, and they've got, you know, like juice out, right? And so we start to drink some of this juice, and the guy's like, dude, don't drink a whole lot of that because it's all electric Kool-Aid. And so we were tripping so hard, man. Like we were walking through electric like, Kool-Aid. Yeah. Electric <laughs> Kool-Aid. Just going through like golf courses looking for alligators and shit. Right, just yeah. stupidity. Right. Yeah, yeah, I was feel like that when I was a kid. Yeah. Their house <laughs> oh, was cool. so fucking dirty. So I was with my brother and another friend of mine and, so we walk in, and this room that we're going to be staying in, this guy's fucking room was so fucking dirty, but he had, like, a used rubber, okay, <laughs> on his dresser. And my brother's like, hey, dude, are you going to do something with that? <laughs> and he literally, he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, man. And he knocked it onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that was taken care of. That was taken care of. It, yeah. it was wow. so bad in that place. Like, <clears throat> when I was in Somalia, we slept in some pretty bad spots. We were in some pretty bad spots as far as just, you know, the sanitation level. Mm. And their house was pretty much like on that level. Like it was probably cleaner in Somalia at times. <laughs> it was so bad. It's like you go into the shower and, uh, you know, it's just like mm. black hair stuck everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. just gross. That's and they were insane, man. These guys, I rode on, this dude was going to give me a ride somewhere. And I'm on the back of his fucking motorcycle. I hate riding on the back of someone's motorcycle, <laughs> one, because you feel like a fucking, right? A loser. Who <laughs> rides on the back of another person? What dude? dude yeah. Right. But I had to. I had no choice because we were going to, uh, I forgot, somewhere. But... Mm-hmm. And this guy was a fucking maniac. It hold was, on, hold on. I got a question on the detail here. Where were your hands? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> were they all the way around? <laughs> around the hips? Were we talking up top? Yeah. It's horrible. Were you crossing your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> These guys were insane. I had some guy. So I worked at this, uh, the one real job that I ever had, like, for a company. And the... Um, secretary was this dude right and he was one of those um kind of precursor to the really woke skinny jean kind of wearing guy right the that liberal mindset that at least it has to have skinny jeans builds in my mind and so you know i uh, rode my motorcycle a lot and so one day he wanted a ride I'm like, no, dude, I'm not going to give you a ride on my bike. And he's like, you know, 
starts attacking me, like saying, because you think it, you're too masculine to ride a guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I'll, if you need a ride, I will pay for your fucking taxi, but I'm not going to ride you on my fucking motorcycle. And there was, he was like <laughs> completely hurt that I wouldn't give him a ride on my motorcycle. Right. I'm like, shit. What dude asks another dude to ride on the back of his motorcycle? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like yeah. that's an American... Uh, oh, right, because everybody's on bikes in Europe, right? Luxury. Two dudes on a bike is like a that, on Does a that happen a lot? People give each other rides all the time. That's hilarious, because you have two dudes on a Vespa. In Italy, and they could be like probably masculine as fuck, but like leather jackets. What was that movie with Ben Stiller, Dodgeball? Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. where he gets on that little Vespa right, with that big Vespa. dude. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and you know why? Because That's it's considered a mode of transportation and not necessarily <laughs> right, a statement. But if, but if, here's the thing so maybe. They want fewer vehicles. Maybe having a vehicle is not like the thing to do out there. Maybe walking is more or taking, you know, like being in New York where you've got more public transportation. But if you're a dude and you have the ability to not have that be the case, you probably should lean that direction. So like here in America, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't at, know how that means that. I had the ability. The direction of riding on someone else's bike. Yeah, I had the ability to uh, say no, man. It'd be I'm better not to give ride, you a ride on, on my own bike. bike. Correct, or, or to take a taxi. This was before okay. Uber, you know, or a bus. <laughs> Even or Italy. ask somebody else who's got a car, you know, here. Mm-hmm. If I had my car, I'd totally give you a ride. But I'm is not it better to be the bike. one in the front or the one in the back? If you're, if you had to do it, right? Well, the only way you'd have to do it <laughs> is if you're out on the highway with your buddy whose uh, bike broke down, and it's like, all right, we gotta fucking ride you in. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just an excuse so that you don't have to drive someone around? No, it, for me personally, I didn't really like to ride anybody on the back of my bike, even if it was a chick, just because. You know, if they lean the wrong way right. when you're Safety. leaning and, you know, if I'm in a wreck, you know, I want to be responsible for me. I don't want, you right. know, because they don't have any Well, that's control. a way cooler reason to me than your last one. Well, but, but my last that's one. That's just my personal stands, opinion. Though. My last one still stands. Like, that would be, like, if that was a girl. A way cooler reason. I'm sorry. I like that would be the reason why I wouldn't bring someone with me on my <laughs> Vespa. I wouldn't ride a Vespa. <laughs> That's, again, I mean, That's if, why I I said that. beach, if I was at the beach and, you know, little Vespas are the transportation mode. But fuck, I was on my motorcycle. I was riding downtown and um, I seriously got surrounded by a little fucking group of Vespas and little, like, a hooligan, mob? hooligan fucking, like, <laughs> I just imagine they're, like, encroaching. Yeah. A little buzz. And they got their fucking little tight helmets on and shit like that. It's almost like Why did to you, ride those, you got to look. What does a tight apart. helmet mean? It means, like, the helmet looks small. The face looks big. It's the all, big like, strap. tight underneath. Because... 
you can't wear a cool helmet and ride a Vespa. You, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't really. You, yeah, yeah, it doesn't fit. <laughs> no, I get it. There's a style. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, it's just like you don't. You probably don't have the same helmet between like a cruiser and a crotch rocket. Right. So. Doesn't look right. Like riding, you know, with a Harley in a full-faced fucking blacked-out visor doesn't hmm. kind of look stupid. It's like, well... Hmm. But know. still, if that's your preferred helmet, you should totally do it. Sure. Well, I that's would way much cooler rather wear than that one. At least you could look at that and have some appreciation be like, all right. But if they were on a Vespa, it'd have to be like, man, you're breaking two big rules. One, you're on a Vespa. And two, that's a rule <laughs> you got the <laughs> fucking helmet that... You gotta look. You gotta look the part. I didn't write the rules. I'm just right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just found them mysteriously somewhere. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with Vespas too, is that they don't have enough power, right? And for some reason in Denver, we've got more asshole drivers, it seems, than most other places, and so. People are, you know, distracted, and then they're running red lights, and then they're taking late turns. All of that shit is death for a motorcyclist. Yeah, but they're meant to. Maybe yeah, here, here in yeah, they here in the states, it would only be like if you live and work downtown, say. But I that see would people on these little sense. Vespas and shit all the time. Little scooters driving down. Broadway, you see big dudes on little scooters, and they're just right. like. But I mean, Broadway struggling. speed limit is thirty-five. A Vespa yeah. can go to thirty-five. Well, right, but my point is, is that they typically don't have the juice to get them out of a jam. So there was several times on my bike where almost getting into an accident was the ability to, you know, push through it and get out of it real quick. Whereas on one of those little scooters, you're lower, so it's harder for you to see. It's quiet, so you can't hear it. And then if there's any kind of real, you know, like point where you need performance, it just doesn't have the uh, horsepower. I guess here in the States, it's very quiet because I could hear mopeds and Vespas all the time in Italy. It was just part of the soundscape. It's probably like half of the vehicles, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cars and there's a lot of motorcycles yeah. and like mopeds and yeah like they that. have all kinds of Those things bmw uh um what do you call them the uh, enduros mm-hmm. those are pretty nice mm-hmm. so they have that stuff too i think that's the only bike i'd get if i was going to get another bike oh really yeah it would mm-hmm. be like that yeah i don't know if i would do it i, I heard once is this true or what did you think that uh the first year of anybody having a bike they they get in an accident a hundred percent I 100% did. of all people. I did. <laughs> you did? Right. Yeah. It was someone else's bike, too. I wrecked it. It had been wrecked, and I didn't know about it. So it was kind of like, one, I shouldn't have been riding the bike, for sure. I didn't know how to ride nearly good enough. Mm. And um, I ate a little fungi before, so, you know, I was tripping. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of reasons. We were at a party drinking. <laughs> a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the back of the And bike? yet, even <laughs> well, though you wearing, had all those reasons. I was wearing shorts, a t-shirt. 
Mm. You still did it. Still did it. Did you get fucked up? Like, yeah, so I wrecked it on one side <laughs> and fucking, I was able to get out and ride the bike out, but I scraped myself up pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. I was like, adrenaline dump, fucking in this neighborhood, there's bike parts all over. I get the bike, I start it and just pop the clutch, but the throttle cable broke in full throttle. So I popped a wheelie. <laughs> oh, I fucking dang. almost crashed oh, into God. a parked car in their driveway. Mm-hmm. I was able to pull out, wrecked it on the other side, and Ooh. just tore myself up on the other side. So I ripped the face off of the helmet and like kind of broke it and right. tore it off. Mm-hmm. So I get up to the party, I push the bike, you know. How somewhere. how did you do like that sounds like a crazy yeah. <laughs> like to tear the helmet. Yeah. Like my it dad was in a wreck hard, I guess. and the helmet he had like he broke his uh-huh. cheekbone but the helmet was just I well, guess, what I think is whatever. I slid and it just like caught. You know what I'm saying? I see. And kind of like. But like you weren't going super fast, or were you? I was probably maybe 30, 35, something like that. And I didn't hit anything. So it was just, yeah. you know, coming around this turn too fast. And this car had pulled out in front of me, I think. Either that or I was tripping. <laughs> so we don't know very well. We don't yeah. know. So Either way, do not do it. this at home. No, don't do that yeah, see, I've heard so many stories like that. I don't think I had the confidence after that to even want to ride a bike. You know, or to have one, yeah. especially. Maybe I ride one. They were fun. They just sound yeah. dangerous. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, how much power is in them, right? Yeah. So the, the the temptation or whatever, especially like the zero to sixty. The like you ever rode a dirt bike? No, hmm. never rode a bike at all. Mm. See, maybe that's fun. a place where I would do it more—a dirt bike, because mm. then I don't have to deal with bad drivers. I mean, I got on my Ninja. It was I had a nine hundred and um, rode to Santa Fe, New Mexico, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there was times when I had that thing pegged, and my you know speedometer was a hundred and eighty, so yeah. it was probably. 160 mm-hmm. is probably what you were doing mm-hmm. and just you would see people like cars mm-hmm. in the distance yeah. and in seconds you were on them I've, I've, people's I've, faces i've done 160 like, yeah. in a car or maybe yeah maybe not quite that fast yeah. but you're just laying behind that fucking Crazy. tank what if there's like a rock in the road or something? Yeah, I think you know you're fucked. I, mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> I think if anything comes up, yeah, you're right, fucked. Yeah. Right? And I, w- yeah. you know, I was Some a decent rider. Trail, I've been riding yeah. for a long time, but right. I wasn't like a real risky rider. Mm. But when you got that kind of speed. Moment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I mean, I one time drove a, uh, just like a WRX with like a turbo uh, in on some roads in Utah on mm-hmm. this like winding you know, and we we found out That's you could cool. do twice the speed limit like easily, even down like all these curves and yeah. stuff. And it was one of the it was a great experience. Like mm-hmm. at one point, I was on those windy roads. Like we went to Moab, and at one point, it was like the sun was like setting, and it was just like a fucking car commercial. Right. right. <laughs> so dope. And a stick shift. You know yeah. what I mean? Wait, what part of Utah? I don't remember where it was. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think you know. Yeah, I don't remember. Cause we what do we do? We got through and then down to New Mexico. Um, There's some yeah. great roads mm-hmm. in that whole area. Yeah, Just. yeah. Totally. It's a cool experience to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, never with a bike. <clears throat> I can imagine. I heard that too, right? It's cool. Like, you're outside. 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe like a Harley's, you go slow, right? It's more like cruising kind of yeah. <laughs> outside the city, right? Rather than like, that's the experience know. of one of those things is to fucking almost kill yourself on, you're going 200 miles an hour or whatever. I, I mean, I think <laughs> once you're probably going 60, you're mm-hmm. pretty much done anyway. Right. If, you know, if I don't, happens, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. that you could really survive a 75 mile an hour dump. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, you'd be going, like, you'd be yeah. cartwheeling through the air. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, or you'd get stuck underneath that bike and just get half your body just. Right. You'd skid for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I got fucking road rash so bad. My mom was so pissed. So I went back to the party. I'm fucking. You know, drinking, and I wrapped all my wounds with gauze. <laughs> okay, stupidity, because it, they just dry Stick and stuck. Your wounds. And so I go home the next day, and you know, I was only like, I don't know, sixteen or seventeen. And so I walk upstairs, and you know, I don't, you know, I just say hi to my mom and dad, and just walk up. So I'm in the, you know shower trying to peel this shit off and mm. like skin is all stuck to the bandages and so you're trying to no. cut it off and shit so finally I was like oh man this sucks so I my mom was a nurse and so I was like mom I got into an accident right <laughs> and so she's pissed off because <clears throat> I was riding a motorcycle for one and then you know she knew I was drinking and all of that shit she didn't know I was on mushrooms. I'm sure she handled your wounds with care. Oh, my gosh. So she had these, like, scrubbing, you know, Irrigation. specifically for yeah. cleaning out, you know, wounds like that. And she made it as painful as she possibly could. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. She was pissed. Yeah. Well, they, they're dangerous. So. Yeah. But it would That's be nice it, to have so. one to just cruise some, like go to p- travel to places, even backpack or camp. Yeah. And just explore. Well, they were bit. great back in the day, man. I loved them, but it's just way too crowded now. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Even when I had my WRX, I felt like super vulnerable because I'm just sitting so low. You're just at everybody's level, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I need a bigger truck. I need to be one of those guys with, like, <laughs> this fucking A two-lane truck. truck. Yeah. Like, have you seen Chris's truck? Yeah. <laughs> that big black one? But then <laughs> add, like, double tires as well. So. <laughs> Raise it up. Raise it up. <laughs> have, like, two big old spikes coming off. Let's <laughs> go full Studs. Mad Max. Right. Put an American <clears throat> flag on the back on a pole so it's just <laughs> fucking swinging. <laughs> Chris in his neighborhood, so he was telling me, because like everything that he does is kind of extreme. You, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. his bikes are loud. I mean, they're all fucking mm-hmm. piped and, you know, just everything is like kind of aggressive, you know, like in your face type of stuff, but he's super cool and he's a respectful neighbor, but you know, you see him, he looks like, you know, with this shaved head, he looks like a white supremacist, and, <laughs> you know, he's got that big ass truck, but all his neighbors around him are these super liberal people. And so 
um, his neighbors don't even talk to him. They avoid him. Right. They talk to his wife. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he looks, you know, if you don't know him, he looks intimidating. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you'd catch a milkshake or something on your truck if you had that American fly off the back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays. Yeah. Although I'm seeing catch more and more. Catch a <laughs> seeing more yeah. and more of them, which is good. It's almost like you tip your hat to those guys now. Mm. With the flag or the truck? Both. <laughs> the flag and the truck. <laughs> yeah. It's becoming more and more. I see the, the rifts, the divide. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I sure. Think. Yeah. Yeah, the stress is still out there. I think it's huge. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I think we're going to have some pretty... Like, I thought we were going in the direction of really having that conflict, but, mm. I mean, I think it's going to be full force because the Dems are going to lose power here pretty soon, it seems. It does feel like, <clears throat> well, I just saw a, uh, I, maybe it was on, maybe it was from Crowder. Somebody shared a, a, some study that, that they just did, like, through, I don't know if it's through polling or what, but they just showed that there was a, Oh, oh! It was showing the percentage of males who were um, getting out of college, and um, like so, it was like all college-aged males versus females, and then kids who were in college versus the ones not in college, and almost all males at right now are swinging on like it's it's largely swung over to the republican side even like males that have just gotten out of like super liberal schools are like almost immediately switching over to um, more conservative ideas and the females have just drastically increased by like almost 20 percent towards the democratic side Hmm. uh, like almost entirely and yeah and and then the the non-college females have swung the opposite direction Mm -hmm. towards the republican Mm -hmm. side i've been hearing people talk a lot about how like things are happening to make extremes and how like you know i don't remember how they describe the process but there's some like runaway what they call that like uh, exponential like as soon as you reach 60% 60% something, 70% something, and then all of a sudden it just flips to 100%. You know what I mean? And then, I don't know, and whatever's making people, like you get those few people that are really loud, and they somehow get to guide the giant thing. You know what I mean? And then this whole thing about like how moderates are like getting pushed out to certain sides. You know, you try to be moderate, but then, uh, yeah, I don't remember all the like aspects of that process, but how... It, 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 what all, all these things going on right now are pushing people to these extremes. Well, right? the moderates mm-hmm. are the ones that fucked it up. I consider myself to be mm-hmm. a moderate, but... But it depends <clears throat> on how you label things. Because like, right. when I think moderate, mm-hmm. I think less of any... You know I mean? I don't know what that means on a, like a political sphere. Mm-hmm. I, I think like... I'm in, I'm in the middle when I think about stuff. Yeah. You know? I am too, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is... Tactically, though, the moderates fucked it up because if the moderates would have accepted and recognized what was being said, what was being told by, you know, like the conspiracy theorists and, you know, the people on that side and said, oh, whoa, we need to put a little bit of power behind that. We can stop this thing 
from gaining momentum. But the moderates are the ones that allowed this machine to fucking to Maybe, grow. Yeah. But there's and some process there about yeah. I know because yeah, it's been happening who, it's been happening a long time, right? There's been like yeah. this you know, I don't know what you would call it. Like I've been hearing people just say it is like the machine. Mm-hmm. And, and people use more 1984 metaphors because it really is this like global system of control or whatever. And like people that, and it's interesting that people that used to uh, protest the WTF or the or whatever, W, you know, whatever all the global things have been, Bilderberg, fucking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? People that used to like talk shit about that, that used to be on the left and now that's like on the right <laughs> or something. Some weird thing happened there. Right, um, where now it's like a right thing that to talk about uh, the media and corporate and the state all being like aligned on something. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. It's been happening a long time. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I, I, I keep like seeing more to the picture. You know, of what I mean, what's happening? I think like something really big is happening. Yeah. So, and even that this machine is like. Um, almost that it like makes itself right like i don't know it's like it's related to technology too mm-hmm. right um that you know it's only because we got something i was just gonna say how aware do you think the elites are of how much the general public knows about them because it feels like they just continue to deny 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 like there's a great clip i just thought about this because you mentioned the bilderberg group uh there's a clip of um and i I think it must have been within the last year or something hillary clinton's having a book signing somewhere and and this guy's going through with his camera and he's like giving his book to her to sign and while she's signing his book he, I, I can't remember if he has a photo in the book or how he approached it, but he's like, uh, Hillary, have you ever been invited to a Bilderberg meeting or attended one? He's like, I find that whole thing kind of interesting. She's like, no, I've never heard of that. I don't even know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, really? Because I have a photo right here. And he like slides it right in front of her. He's like, is that you at the, at the 2018 whatever uh, in New York? And she just like okay and you see the security like kind of grab him and start pulling She's him like, off and it just yep <laughs> yeah he's dead <laughs> fucking so they strange. find him like right. committed suicide <laughs> yeah. shot himself in the back of the head Next yeah. 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 food poisoning or something no yeah. but it just made me wonder like because you see this even like uh did oh, fuck there was a clip too of um those college kids that were confronting brian stelter and like all the cnn Mm -hmm. people you know about misinformation and stuff and it's like they just straight up deny everything as if they then they were having it was like the irony is they were having a like meeting against it yeah yeah Mm -hmm. about the meaning of misinformation and how to deal with it and all that stuff yeah and then these guys are just like straight Mm -hmm. up like so how do you you know make up for your own and then they're lying right at that yeah (laughs) yeah just yeah yeah i saw that it's russell brand i think played a clip uh clip of it yeah yeah that dude's like i mean that guy don't you think like wouldn't you like to just get on the mat with him for like a three minute round. Mm. Three minutes would be great. I would love it. You don't sound <laughs> too convinced. It'd be interesting. Because, you know, they, 
at some point they got to realize what like total shitbags they are and just you know like roll with it i mean what does he do he's like yeah i guess i'm gonna i'm just gonna roll with that being one of the worst people he probably thinks i don't know it's always hard to get into these people's minds or whatever but because i can't you know with some people like that i can't tell what who they are or what you know what i mean i can't tell like motivation like, wise like, well what how much is real how much is this like fake persona that's been developed you know well i think is, like a, you know, let's thing. say i heard like colby covington's persona is a fake persona that's what i don't know i'm just saying oh, i've right. read a lot about right. that he, like the, he hyped up this the, character uh, the right wing uh, yeah, it, yeah but you know the shit talking and, uh-huh, and yeah, being yeah. that kind of a it's, dick it's right a fake like that's it right so that's understandable you could say mm-hmm. okay he's building a character for you know a sport and kind of selling himself and, and i can accept that i can say okay i get it um but when you're somebody who's supposed to be like providing information that's actually you know, leading to people's reactions and responses to things, you carry a different responsibility, right? Yeah. If they call themselves yeah. journalists, they yeah, but it, they it, should say then they're actors or, you know, opinion pieces only, you know, and reemphasize, oh, these are just our opinions. Mm-hmm. You know, like Russell Brand does that every time he says, saying something yeah, he's like, this is mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. What do I know? He's like, I want to hear your opinion. And you know, mm-hmm. so if you make sure that people understand that and you don't put but so it maybe, out. But what, what about like what's going, part of what's going on right now is like, a, is everybody, there's something about us all realizing that there's all these different worldviews. We have like fractured worldviews, mm-hmm. right? And, um, and now we're having, maybe, so in the past there, you could, you know, like a lot of, the stuff it makes me think about is like what a city is or what a society is and stuff like that. And maybe in the past you, you have some, I mean, you have authority and you have hierarchy and you have some way in which like information, the intelligence of the group is able to like come up with things, you know, that work. And then, and then we design the system based on that. Um, so, um, but so what's happened is it's like kind of broken down. So like now a lot of people don't trust, like we don't know, we don't know who to believe. And then you have like Twitter's just like, you know, every possible belief is out there. You know, like I can't get a grasp on Russia whatsoever. I mean, a lot is because of my, well, I have the distrust. You know what I mean? So, so then like someone like. They just banned, I think, um, like live coverage of Ukraine too. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if people are like sharing videos and stuff. Mm. You know I mean? From yeah, I've heard people say that if you really want to know, there's been like live streams. So you could like, you know, see what's really going on places. But even then, who's sharing it? What's the, you know what I mean? Like, Why are so they much, able to? Why? Yeah, and there's so much, even about trying to figure out the truth, there's so much about like narrative. Like, and like, you know, it's so hard to find out what's true in everyday life i think some of what we're doing is we're like confronting some of this stuff you know like um say like uh if you were to tell a story like you know about you know getting in a, that bike accident or whatever like how much stuff do you leave out you know especially if it was like something that happened today like you have all these things that happen to you today but you choose what to leave out 
And then what's in is what matters to the story. And then you say, this happened to me today. You know what I mean? Um, like I heard someone say, like, if two people, if someone gets in a fight, if you watch a fight, you say who won. That's what you care about, the information. You don't care about, you know, maybe we, maybe you would care more about, oh, their foot was here and then this place. But the idea is you could, like, you could go, you know, this piece of skin was displaced three inches to the left, <laughs> and then this caused his neck muscles and his, you know, spine to twist. And, and you, know, you know what I mean? You could, like, at what point, you know, there's an infinity of things in the world. There, it may be like that. Um, combinatory explosion or whatever so we have to like filter down to what matters and then in some way you have systems that do that that's what the news is and thinkers and stuff and that they help filter it down because we can't pay attention to everything so we need to know what's up like what's you know who won the fucking fight right but then you have ways to color you know when you because you frame things right like when you frame something a certain way, you like force people to see it that way. So, you know, you have this like worldview type of system. And then like someone like Stelter or whoever of these like media people, they, you know, it's like ideologies or worldviews or whatever are like systems of in what way do we tell this story? Like what matters in this story, right? I saw one recently when, the, you know, like... Um, one of the January 6th people or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to remember the headline. Like one headline was first January 6th person to be totally acquitted of all charges or whatever. And then the other, the CNN article was like, um, man who yelled, I love, you know, some crazy thing in the Capitol building was just acquitted. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like it was a crazy twist. Win of, for the right wing yeah, like extremists. Right, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's so much about that, you know. Um, how yeah, you create a narrative, and you're yeah. mm -hmm. influencing people's and then um, and then maybe opinions. that yeah, and then that narrative warfare idea is interesting. That you would have two battling views or or more, like all these like views that battle, and so then you know like maybe like sixteen nineteen project versus what was seventeen ninety six project, whatever the people made that response. Have you heard of that? Yeah, right. Um, those are our battling narratives, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know, like, you know, where that all goes. But I heard, you know, like Glenn Lowry said that that would be the thing to do was to actually battle over narratives to see whose was better. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, maybe it'd be a thing like th stories that bind us together may be better than ones that like tear us apart and stuff like that. You know, it, it might not be all about you know some objective truth of the matter you know what i mean i don't know i don't know what's going on but that's just what i'm feeling it's like a lot of of that stuff is happening you know through people like cnn and you know you know and and how do we figure out what's true nowadays it seems chaotic that that's the feeling i get is it's like i'm having a harder and harder time like figuring out and feeling like something big is happening but not being able to figure out what it is Right. Yeah. And I think maybe we're all going through that to some extent. And like, I think something big is happening. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure convinced. the World Economic Forum is exactly telling us what it's. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's on the website. Yeah. It's not even a secret. You know. Right. And and but what does that become? Reset. You know, it becomes on one side it becomes the metaverse and like absolute control isolation. 
They can take anybody's bank account. They can just turn off your metaverse or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. There it is. You know? I went back and watched some Black Mirror episodes you did. over oh, the yeah, weekend, and it, dude, uh, it, now, now, <laughs> okay, now, us, now, we're we're, we're, we're getting in you there. Know, well, um, first of all, I I only rewatched two episodes, yeah. but the the drone episode is it's happening in China right now. Is that drones? Um, and they become weapons and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. Uh, one of the. It's uh, did you see the clip in Shanghai where the yeah. the dog has like the oh. it's like a dog drone no. it's like a robot dog type thing but it's no. got a speaker taped to its bag and it's going through the streets and the speaker's telling everybody to stay inside stay inside oh, wow, that's yeah. the one i saw was the flying i've seen that one too oh but God, they've, they've got like multiple ones apparently oh, but wow, that's um, as fuck. so yeah and the thing that one said this the that was flying did you read the transcript or, yeah it where it, it says uh please nuts. control your soul's urge to go or, outside or something or like protest that or, or protest sing. yeah control your soul's urge yeah. <laughs> crazy dude yeah but yeah, and the I mean in that episode, the dog I think gets hacked or something, and it just goes on like a shooting spree. Right, yeah. But um, the social credit score one was a fucking yeah, trip. And yeah, it, that's the only one I've seen. And it, and it it just reinforced what are some of the details like what happened. So right. like the girl gets super obsessed with her score because she's like a. 4.1 or 4.2 and so if she gets like to be a 4.5 like, like a uber yeah she can she, yeah exactly and <laughs> so she's you look it up and you're like oh I'm this yeah right, but right. but in the episode uh, you can just walk by and when you meet somebody mm-hmm. you just give them a rating based off of your interaction with them right. so you can make their score go up or down based mm-hmm. on how right. their first impression was and <clears throat> so she's like She's like in this like elite class or semi elite because she's four point one, four point two out of five. Or something. Yeah, and she yeah. sees that this like um, advertisement to go live in this exclusive neighborhood with all these four point five and above, and it's like the life and everything. <laughs> four point five and, and above. Yeah, okay, and yeah. Uh, so she goes to look at the at the place, looks at the property, and the lady like checks her rating. She's like, "Oh, I see you're only at four point two. You're gonna have to work on that and come back and visit me when you get that score up." She like gives her some references she's like these people can help you get your score up so mm-hmm. she like goes to like a consulting agency and they fucking like show her how to reformat her social media so that she gets more engagement mm-hmm. tell her like how to smile more and like talk blah 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 and, mm-hmm. and then she she gets invited to this uh wedding of like only like 4.6s and above and her her friend it's her old high school friend and she like wants her to be her her bridesmaid or maid of honor or whatever mm-hmm. and uh and Your she score is too low. well well her friend's like oh you'll get your score up by being at this wedding because mm-hmm. it's all you know high rating and uh so and then the agency tells her like if you pull this off like you'll be a 4.7 by the end of this wedding or something like that and she ends up melting down she can't handle the pressure she like goes off on somebody her score drops down to like a 3.5 and then she just fucking runs into the wedding and like causes all all this fuck i don't know it just it gets chaotic it's you know but it's like uh it just it's it seemed very real because you see this even with people just with Instagram, you know, some people that lose mm. their following because mm. they say the wrong thing. Right, right, right. right. Canceling is that already. Yeah. Right. And reputation, some kind of like social reputation. But likes, look at likes. Right. Likes, likes kind of yeah. give you that. Yeah. You know? Well, right. people lose sponsors if they lose, uh-huh. you know, a couple Ooh, thousand wow. likes. So it's already like happening on a more subtle way. It'll get yeah. more like specific. Yeah. 
you know, once you have the digital ID and it like locks it into this one place that's not your IG and this and that, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's interesting that, yeah, that p- individuals would also have a say. Because I, I always thought of it as like more like, oh, did I pay my bills? Did I... Well, that's it too. You know, not picking, I have any yeah. tickets, you know, maybe like driving tickets. Yeah, they want uh, that digital cash so that they can mm-hmm. track yeah. everything. That's why Bitcoin yeah. seems to be a... Mm-hmm. Pretty solid way to go. I heard someone say today that uh, um, if someone's like a like a someone get if someone kills someone stabs them someone's a child molester they don't take their bank account you know mm-hmm. you know what I mean but in Canada when that shit happened they took their bank account yeah. like it was such a different you know just to to uh, stress that difference yeah. of like what and then in Russia too they're just like eh. Yeah. You can't use fucking that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, we pretty much just, like, we're like, hey, use the dollar everywhere. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, you you can't use it anymore. And so just how big of an event that is, though. How yeah. big of a change. What, you know, because we put people in jail by by threat of violence with guns and cops and shit. So we have that. But then how much even more it is to just, like, take someone's bank account or a whole country's bank account. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so that the some of those things are just like happening, right? And like fast. And people are cheering mm-hmm. it on, though. That's yeah, see, yeah. that mm-hmm. becomes the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that's what I'm saying. That's where the moderates, I think, are a really we we got to take I think responsibility in not choosing a side earlier for the sole purpose of stopping the momentum of complete craziness and i think if it was on the other side if there was like you know let's say that all of a sudden there was this huge push for pushing christianity hardcore in schools and kids were going to be indoctrinated with you know religious beliefs and things like that i think we would we need to put the brakes on that as well understanding that sure there's some good ideas that those sides might have but you can't give them too much power too fast and allow that, you know, to well, there's the like out of school, out of permeate so much. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm seeing it as a bigger picture. Like I'm seeing it also that like just us all being online, like it's like it's tr- it all it completely transcends the political as well, mm-hmm. and and that's what's getting us to like buy into it. It's also like it's because it's the most powerful tool. They yeah, it was yeah. like goes, yeah. Now we got the tool yeah. to get all these fucking and again it's like the, people. Mach- the machine the system yeah. it's like oh this thing works for me mm-hmm. yeah I mean I can buy this this cheap I don't have to go anywhere this makes this much easier yeah. also just the being entered the, the sucking up of our attention all the time like on the screen and mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's almost feeding on attention it that, is. that's an interesting one yeah that like the matrix it's like we're batteries um, but. Uh, but what we're supplying, I heard someone say this, is, is intelligence. Like what we have, the like best qualities that humans have is the consciousness or whatever. And that the machine is almost like, you know, the machine like we all like have thoughts and press like and search things and stuff. And then it collects all that information and then makes algorithms and then like feeds that back at us or whatever. Yeah. The, a- the right? AI already exists. Yeah, I totally. mean, we, we, yeah. We've already unleashed the monster and it's, yeah. 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 Somebody was on Rogan that said that, that they felt like it was like, 
like if you were to look at time in reverse, it would look like technology made mm. us to right. make itself to me. Yeah. To yeah. That's itself. a M- yeah. Marshall McLuhan said we're the sex organs mm. of the yeah. digital machine or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, like we were, we were making it or whatever. Um, how, how about this one? Like, uh, I don't understand this idea, but I'm trying to understand this. Like, um, uh, it's like that there, you have like bottom-up processes, right? So you have somehow how atoms make molecules, molecules make cells, cell, cells make neurons, and then at some point there, it like emerges and then we have like a brain and thoughts and stuff. But then there's also like a, 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 a top-down process. It's like we, you know, uh, the culture we live in is more, we, we can really understand bottom-up processes. We get how if we eat good, we get the good chem, you know, the good nutrients, and that makes us stronger. And then that comes up, and then at the top, you know, our minds get, you know, better things like that. But to see the the other process, so it's like I was thinking maybe even like placebo effect, like the mind can change the body. Even like working out, I decide to work out or be healthy. I decide that the thing up top, and then. And then that goes down below to the lower levels, and that actually changes cells. Because now I'm working out and I'm eating fucking arugula and shit, and, and that I cook in bacon, please, because oil's bad for you. <laughs> and and it actually changes that. So then, if you think like a, a level above that is then like a level above the self is the family, or you know, and then maybe the community, and then the communities can make decisions, which then influence me, which then my decisions influence the cells. So you can have this like top-down process, and then you could go community, you know, state, nation. You could go ideology or something like that. I don't know, or even the machine. Mm-hmm. And so then that thing is like, um, it's like a god or something like that, or maybe AI is like that. I don't know. And you're right, and it has an effect on us, and it almost it may not be conscious, but it like. It, it moves consciously and it affects us at the lower levels. And so, and then, yeah, I don't know. And how much we're like, we've already built that thing already. We have something like that. And that's maybe what an AI is like. I don't know. It's a pretty interesting idea though, right? Yeah, to to well, have that like top down kind of. I think the top down is um, a lot of times, first, I guess we got to decide if that's meant for us, that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is, then I think it's at a more like elite level versus a foundational level. You know what I'm saying? Because like, look at this in jujitsu for a second. As far as catching a submission, typically what you're going to do is you're going to talk about um, getting to a superior position, right? Before you start to apply and attack that submission. Now you might have holds and things like that that work in conjunction but the idea is that you want to be positioned for it so that you can go for it if you go for the submission before you have any kind of positional control um, oftentimes you're going to lose it if you don't understand that going for the submission is the top-down approach right you look at the submission and then how you land can be a whole multitude of different areas, right? You can land into some 
areas that are going to create some serious problems for your opponent. You can make a lot of switches. You approach it from a different mindset versus the mindset of stabilization, securing, and then I go for mm-hmm. my win. You know, I, one's I a little bit like there's like a hierarchy of of ways that you, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Of mm-hmm. what will. We'll, you want to have a foundation to work off of, right? Mm-hmm. And when you try to be at a higher level mm-hmm. too fast without having built a foundation, yeah. then you typically, you fail, right? And so we can even say, we could carve it in the jujitsu Ten Commandments, you know, ching, 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 position before submission. Mm-hmm. But then, once you really understand a submission and you really understand moving, you're like, well, what if I want to go for submission before position and I snatch that submission I get a hold of that Kimura right and I'm gonna ride you out boom 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 until I land into the position that I want to finish but it also changes a lot of the perspective of how you can land right mm-hmm. but I think what happens is too oftentimes people want to go to that level and then look down. I see that with just the ideology, if you look at the ideologies between conservatives and more liberals. Liberals want to have a top-down policy. They want everybody to conform to, you know, X. And what conservatives want is for you to build yourself up and then work into, you know. There's something to that, yeah. But I don't know, you know, again, this goes back to, are we meant to accelerate past this human experience? If... What does that even mean? Though? The human yeah, experience? Like, but go on. What I'm saying is being a person. And so I'll, I'll break it down in a couple areas. One, the, the f- way we're built. We're meant to move. Mm. We're built to literally move, mm. right? That's why we have joints. That's why the joints are constructed in the way that they are. That's what gives us our leverage, our mobility, our range of motions, the ability yeah. to transfer directions and space. Um, so we're meant for that and when we take that away from us we're seeing some real problems that occur but when we keep it going there's a lot of benefits that happen so that's one part we talk about the physical part of the human experience you're saying that because we sit in chairs all the time because we sit in chairs where you know most of people's days are pretty immobilized yeah (laughs) but two if we look at um like the mental experience of um, having some sort of purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's to provide food for your family, whether it's to survive raving hordes of, you know, uh, fucking Mongols or something like that that you might be living through back in the age, whether it's dealing with, you know, um, having just a career that you really love, you know, that, that gives you a purpose, that gives you motivation. I think those are again part of the human experience when we have choice right Mm. oh i see right okay right that's part of the human experience Mm. but when we take those things away Mm. right Mm. then you're doing things that are counter to what we understand as being the human experience Mm. being a a, an actual physical being i don't know the answer what I'm saying is, are we meant to move through that? Are we meant to right. evolve that's past a really, that? That's a big question and, right now. Right. And I think one side mm-hmm. thinks absolutely. Right. Thinks, let's use technology, transcend biology, and I'm going to be a furry 
Pan, right. whatever. <laughs> right. Or or the metaverse, or both, or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm gonna live forever. That's another thing. You know, I can be anything I want to be, well, about that, anytime I want right. to be. Yeah, yeah. What about that thing that's like all about breaking all limits? It wants to break all the limits. Mm-hmm. No walls, no boundaries, no discluding anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything, right? No limits. Like you can't. You know, people get offended if you say. Mm-hmm that there's like a limit to something it's almost like seen as which is ironic because mm -hmm. you were just talking about that is the human experience having a choice and and limits are like that's hard to you know it's almost like a synonym for fact it's like there are bounds to experience you know and and to try to say that that's not the case is like ridiculous but don't you (laughs) You think that the only way that we could reach no limits and again there would Mm. still be limits obviously but where everybody's connected in right Right. where the world now is all virtual it's matrix right that's limitless yeah it's limitless but it's limited because you'd have to be connected in okay so how about this part that right now what's going on is this crazy extreme Mm -hmm. where you have one side that wants absolute freedom in this sense, mm-hmm. in this like no limitation sense, in the matrix sense, they want yeah. There's, mm-hmm. there's some part of us that wants that, right? Well, at the same time, to gain that, you have to have absolute control, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to have the system set up so that you're so safe you can just be in the pod. I think that you're that's right? literally, <laughs> but because, right, those where the struggle is like starting happening. to happen. Yeah, but that, that extreme because when happening. you look yeah. at everything, it's this big push for equity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I'm hoping, this is what I'm hoping, is that the American experience will be the deciding factor in being able to prevent that from happening. Because if you look at a lot of the rest of the world, doesn't matter which side that they're on, they have, you know, you look at the European unions, right? Those countries, they have gone heavy on the socialism side and giving mm-hmm. the state the power mm-hmm. side. Well, you look at the communists, I've heard and some they people, have too. I've heard right? some people make the claim that that's actually because of the U.S. Maybe. You know I mean, like, it's like the social scientists and the schools and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and all that, Columbia, you know, and then that goes out, like BLM here, boom, that goes out to places where they don't even have guns. Yeah. And they're like, hey, don't shoot us or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? You know, and like mm-hmm. how much of that, like I hear your point, there's some positive aspect here that you're hoping can like fight it. Well, or, right? I, I think we have that influence mm-hmm. on both sides. I think we're the deciding factor mm-hmm. in which way this is going to go. And I think that's why it's such an important fight right now because the traditional, not the 1619 my opinion, bullshit American experience, okay? Right. Because I think you that know. makes us a victim. I think that makes us, oh, we've got to be, you know. So you're choosing the narrative. You're saying, yeah. You know, so you're you like choose you. the other narrative because the other narrative gives you then the ability to have some level of control over your life and not have your life controlled for you. And the spirit of being able to rebel and fight back is so important. And we're trying to snuff that out in every manner if you look at like i literally wouldn't be surprised if at some time down the road they started to limit jujitsu schools and mm. schools like that it's because it's working it, out yeah it, it um, builds that mm-hmm. there is some conflict thing about that, right it, it, it yeah. fuels mm-hmm. that it's important mm-hmm. to have that 
in society. Violence but, is bad, right? Yeah, that, that could very well become absolutely. a part of that Absolutely, they did that in China. Thing, that right? was why mm-hmm. Wushu was, mm-hmm. you know, created. So Wushu was then the martial art that was more for cinematography yeah, and for what, tradition. Yeah, that's what dance made right. dance. Exactly. Same with uh, Capoeira, right? Mm-hmm. It was like the military... Well, it wasn't letting them train, so then they kind of like... Well, I think it was like slaves, right? Is there yeah, a, yeah. and I think that's yeah. where that one came from. Mm. But you could see that in, you know, this idea of having rebellion and being able to stand up and being able mm. to so that's another you know, interesting fight thing. back is, is, is the, really important. The other side, the, the rebellious side mm-hmm. has become the controlling thing. You know what I mean? Like all the punk rock anti this anti mm-hmm. that yeah. is now like the main it's like the main thing mm-hmm. right like the supposed so, underground you know rebellious is now so this like, is what right. okay so i was thinking about that mm-hmm. right because all these people who claimed you know rage against the machine right, right. rage against Not the like, machine yeah exactly. is wait a second now they're raging for the machine right and wait, wait wait except when well, maybe a mandate's a good idea though i love yeah. rage yeah <laughs> you know? yeah well, maybe we should and, and then they all have like purple hair red hair that used to be a thing that like you know you got to be a fucking punk rock someone on the street mm-hmm. to want to like dye but, your hair but blue this is whatever, where then you know? what i see is being the um the counterpoint and maybe they've gotten it right for a long time is religion i'm not a religious person in, in that regards um but religion has evolved but it's also stayed true for a lot of time whereas a lot of these ideas you know, raging against, you know, I'm against this. These are very quick ideas with little thought behind it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what you're seeing right now is this huge, like, change for the sake of change with Mm -hmm. no real thought of what that change leads to. What are you going to do when people say, you know, that you're an asshole if you have two or three houses, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And, And it's like okay, well, how, why is someone an asshole if they have two or three houses if those are their investments, right? They won't be living off the state necessarily. They might have you know, assets that they could pass to heirs, whatever. It doesn't make them a greedy asshole or, or anything like that. But When you have a system of control, at some point it might become to the point where you can't yeah. even do something like right. that. Right, right. Where, you have, yeah. where everything's... And we don't know where things are going right, so it's that... You know, I was thinking recently, another thing about this worldview and thing is that it's almost a, uh, like an amputation of the past. It's almost like it just like cut everything off. Yeah. It's like everything back then, we were, humans were such such dumbasses. Right. You know, everything about the way that we used to be was, (laughs) right, but now. In the 2000s. But, and then everything's always in the future. Like one of the guys on that, Crowder, the last one. The last guy on the third one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, his thing was entirely, oh, but we'll be able to change that. You know? Yeah. Right? It in was the like future. in the future, oh, we'll have you know, there might not be actual, like, what if there's some technology we invent and then you put the hormones in vitro or I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, that we could transcend. He was like, we could, you can make people taller. The, he's like, the, he's like, the debate could. was on whether <laughs> um, biological males should be allowed to compete in female sports and uh and the kid just kept like crowder asked him what what would be your solution in this scenario because he he basically got the kid to admit 
that he didn't agree, you know, that uh, that males should be allowed to compete, but then the kid kept going. But I also feel like this is a hateful argument, blah, blah, blah. And, and Crowder's like, so then what, you know, what would your solution be? And he's like, well, I can't say. He's like, but in the future, like in a few years. Right, he's like, I kept saying I can't say. Yeah, and he's right. like, so then what would you do right now? And he's like, well, I can't say what we do right now. But in, the, in a couple of years, there will be a solution. He's like, I think right now is just the experiment. And he's like, right. he's like, well, if you know that women are being disparaged right now, he's like, then is the experiment worth it? And the kids are just like, I can't say, right. but in the future, there, we'll we'll but have in the, the answer. Future. And mm-hmm. I was thinking that's a part of, you know, this whole thing is that just that little thing about oh wait, just wait, we're evolving. Yeah. You know, we're getting so much better. Um, Almost there. Right, uh, that dude Tate uh, Tatum, Officer Tatum. Yeah, some some uh, parents sent him like some gender homework that their kid, you know, had. And one thing in it that is on the same lines of this is uh, had in, you know, it was all about, you know, oh, are you heterosexual? You know, how easily could you change that and stuff like that? You know, (laughs) yeah, it was crazy. Like, I don't remember. But this one was, uh, well, it had things like. Did you know that 99% of child molesters are heterosexual? And then it was like, if 40% of heterosexual marriages end in divorce, or why, why do 40% of all, or 60 or whatever, marriages end in divorce, heterosexual marriages? It's things like that. And they were all like leading questions. Mm-hmm. Like they're putting in the framing in the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the education oh, well, is, you know, they, they hide it like that. But, so they go home and they're like... Right. I think I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. right. But the one in there was that heterosexual... In, in an era of global Being climate gay change... gay is better for the environment. Yes, <laughs> it was that. It was that. It was that. It, it was that. It was like, well, you know, how many more, you know, how many more people can the planet, you know, inhabit, you know, that kind of thing. So that's also a part of it. Yeah. Wait. You know? They're saying because... If you're gay, you won't have kids. That's a lie, though, because they have surrogate mothers everywhere right. and they well, adopt a, right, and right. it's... Totally. Like a surrogate mother is... Mm-hmm. Basically the same thing. It's I different know, from adopting an existing kid. Men can have babies. Right. Yeah. Men, can have <laughs> men can have babies. Excuse right. my yeah. forgetfulness. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's forgetfulness. But that's the thing. There's no thought to any of the consequences of action. Right. And that's yeah, where... Exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing that fucking kids do. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they don't know. Because they don't know yeah. consequences. And they yeah. don't, you know, you think that... We're going you know, through puberty as a yeah, culture. We are. And we're given... I feel like we've but said look this what, before. Look what they do. They had like that... Um, uh, who is that Parkland shooting survivor, that fucking kid? Uh, what was his name? He, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? And he I was going yeah. around and talking about how mm-hmm. bad guns are and all mm-hmm. of this shit. Oh, David Hogg. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then they use like uh, that Greta Thunberg mm-hmm. for the climate stuff. And mm-hmm. both of these people yeah. don't know jack shit about right. what they're why talking about. Listening? But they're kids, and let's <laughs> yeah. get the emotions going. And that's why. Right. That's why. Yeah, then yeah. they're mm-hmm. look why they're hitting all these kids at a young age because they get the young ones to think 
that they know what's going on because how mm-hmm. many fucking kids mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. that they know yeah. what the fuck's going on they, and they, they get it so too. it gets yeah. kind of like that's where it's, it gets kind of scary as they're telling know. them what to uh, think instead yeah. of teaching them how to and think then they well, just lost two years of fucking education right. in a real fucking world yeah. environment and it's in front mm-hmm. of the whole world yeah. yeah, and they, they, they think it's good. They think what their job is is to make activists. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like that right. side of it, too. It's like that, you know, and I was hearing someone just ask the basic question, which is something I've asked a lot, that maybe activism in general is a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? And the, the, the... Was Peterson? Yeah, Peterson. Yeah. yeah, it was him. And he was like, because you always know who the enemy is, right? Yeah. Um, and you always, and you're right. You're right. You just always assume you're right. You're right about it. And then the other person is like, this is the devil. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know who your enemy is. And um, you make yeah. enemies out of yeah, right. people that aren't, uh-huh. you know, because if and, you're an activist, mm-hmm. there comes with a righteousness that you right. carry yourself you're above, with. You're above. Right? I yeah, see that purpose. with a lot of the, <laughs> like the, a lot of the vegans are like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. they're like yeah, activists yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah, the food. Yeah, there's all kinds of like little threads of different types of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not all of them, but that's where I see mm-hmm. most right. of the... There's like, a lot of crossover things because then like environmentalists and vegans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, you get all those like... And they do a lot of that stuff on purpose, you know. There's like feminist Gates, Gates is stuff. funding a lot of the the mm. plant based stuff right now. Right, right. And he's pushing that shit hard. What's but, up with that? Why is he doing that? You think like why? Well, well, if you go back in time to the birth of veganism, oh, vegan. it, okay, it, yeah, yeah. it it it's it's a seven day Adventist group like that. That's where it originates mm. from, and their mm. their idea was to suppress sexuality, to suppress your fucking urges as a human being. They mm. wanted people with lower energy because they felt like they would be more uh, peaceful what? to to. They were, but were they wanting the, to put their own diet, their own people on that diet, or like? Yeah, a, yeah, they or, were on that diet themselves too because mm-hmm. they believed it was like a sin. Um, Dr. Kellogg, I just fucking feel like I'm on a loop right now from uh, my shit last week. Dr. Kellogg started breakfast cereal. I was going to say that one. To stop masturbating. To stop masturbation. (laughs) But he he got kicked out of the Seventh-day Adventist group because he he was even more extreme about it. That's weird because I had that thought when you were just saying that. And then he had a sanitarium where he had all these crazy people. He was more extreme by he masturbated more than anything. No, no. Well, (laughs) so he was married. He's like eating the Kellogg's and just like this shit is fucking... No, no, he he, he was more about like, like he really was about the no masturbation to, and no sex to a point where he he wouldn't have sex with his own wife for like six, seven months at a time just out of principle. And I think that was where they but lost But I'd like him. to They're say that like, there well, is like a school of thought that if you hold off for a man, it, this this is guys saying this. It makes them more masculine, and it increases their testosterone. Like, I've heard that been, There's always been a thing where people wouldn't and fight. And what guys say know? that, though? The, but, like, Mike Tyson wouldn't fight. Yeah. He wouldn't, you know, take care of himself before he fought, you know what I mean? <laughs> or have sex. <laughs> but then there's, like... Ty- Tyson Fury said was he, was, <laughs> he was jacking off extra leading up. Seven times. Yeah. Like, it was, like, like a, just day, today, yeah. It was, like, 11 a.m. at the meeting. Yeah. I think there's, I mean, that's a whole conversation, though. I think there is something to be said about that whole subject, both religiously yeah, cause you hear and, like, like, athletically. You know, like, some yeah. warriors wouldn't right. before battle, and then mm-hmm. others were, right. like, the does. Vikings seem to be, like, 
fuck, let's throw down. Mm. And then you had all like the Christian warriors that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd I always like the survey. Viking lifestyle better yeah. when you look at it in that regard. It's like mm-hmm. you had more fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Conquering places. Yeah. I think those could probably equate to like the wildlings in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think so. Oh, the Vikings. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, right. Or I would, I think more like Mongol for some reason, even though they're like white or whatever. But you know, like because they're in the north, it's all cold out there. You know what I mean? And they're more like tribal. There's not. Well, like wildlings are in the in the north right. and tribal. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I get the Mongol, and then the you know just what they're wearing. Looks yeah. Like Mongol to me. You know? Can we talk so about the situation in China? Yeah, because yeah. that shit has just been like. What situation for those who don't know? All right, so in Shanghai right now, well, I, I, I'm sure it's. I think it's all over China and different regions, but in Shanghai, they're having like the strictest COVID lockdown rules that they've had basically since the beginning Isn't of the it pandemic. Like 23 million people in, I, I, yeah, in that I, city. It might, yeah, it might. I don't, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but it, it's some ridiculous amount and. The video footage that's been coming out is like absolutely disturbing, like shit that you could only imagine from like history books or in a movie or yeah, something. Like and to see it in the apartments, yeah, that'd be dope to sample, dude. It, you know what I mean? Like for the beginning somebody's, of the song, or some somebody's shit. already done it. Somebody's <laughs> already done it for sure. I've seen several versions uh, of the Will Smith okay. slap, fucking, right. but that sounds getting mixed so into crazy. Sound. Just like screaming. So like do you that. know it's the like name of the video? Uh-huh. Yeah, you can just type in Shanghai lockdown out. screaming. That's wild. Going insane. Well, they've been, like, singing. At one point, they were singing and, like, protesting out on their porches, yeah. right? And then that's when this drone came around and was, like, telling everybody to go inside. Go inside. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, you will be shot. It said, <laughs> it said, resist the soul's urge to go outside right. or protest. Yeah. But and then, uh, I, so, and I so just, what would I happen if they did? I just learned this morning that they, they taped everybody inside their... So, like, apparently a bunch of, like, military went around and, like, actually sealed doors so people couldn't get out. And then there have been, like, a few people that have escaped, and there's a whole montage of people, like, getting caught up. They just have, like, these long-ass sticks that they're just, like, corralling people with, like, shocking cattle. I can't tell in the video if it's shocking them, but it's, like, it, like, grabs them, and they can just, like, push them up against the wall. And everybody's, like, all the military in hazmat suits and shit. And then uh, you see videos like of inside these kind of um, communal living centers where they're all starving. Like they haven't been able to leave for a week or plus. They're having trouble getting people fed. Yeah. Yeah, I heard each part, each like building in this one place had like two delivery people. And they had like three hours to like get all the food for everybody for the building. However many people are in the building. It's crazy. That's some crazy rules like that. And apparently yeah. if somebody tests positive for COVID, they go to the house and they take, like if that person has pets, they just take the dogs, the cats. I heard some video and that was fucking, like a net, like a giant dude, net of cats and dogs. Uh, They're like the hill alive and a bunch Rising of showed yeah. showed uh-huh. a clip of, of them rounding. They have like 10 yeah, cats like in a that. fucking bag and the bag's just sealed up and you just see the cats just sitting in there and they're about uh-huh. to be fucking slaughtered. Uh-huh. And then there's other videos. Uh, Tim Pool actually shared the ones where they got the cats in the bags and you can see some of them are dead and shit. And then they're like grabbing the ring, ream and the dogs by the neck and they're just like slamming them on shit. Like it's fucking bizarre. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And and the other thing I heard, I don't know if this is true anymore. This was true like a few weeks ago, if it was even. But I heard that uh, no one was even dying of COVID. They had like zero deaths. It was just <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. It was spreading. But this is the like, fucking. Right. This is the left, though. That's always been the left. That's the fucked up thing. With the left, doesn't seem to understand is that's just the left that's further extreme, than that they are yeah, right now. But you that, keep yeah. going those extremes. Right. It's obvious that we've one gone, step is, yeah, you close, yeah. shut down or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's one step, yeah. right? And then we just never took that. Like, and then the look at all step. the metrics that came out mm-hmm. on Florida. Florida kicked everyone's ass, mm-hmm. right? right yeah, as far as doing right. the best through, you even know. Even with the old population, I heard even yeah. when it was like adjusted for the old population, yeah. it was still a lot less. Or it was the same. I heard it was like the same as California. Economies mm-hmm. jamming. But right. when you look mm-hmm. at the volume, you look at the older people, mm-hmm. It right. the, the yeah. metrics really showed in its favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems. But yeah. that's what the left fucking doesn't understand. A lot of this is what I'm saying with the moderates is the moderates going along with stuff for so long allowed this shit to happen and now that you're seeing it in China again you're seeing shit that's real look at what Australia did and look at how they tried to cover up that narrative look at what Canada just did you know I mean look at this shooting in Sacramento recently and then in the subway station in what the Bronx or Mm. wherever Mm. I mean they're going after guns hard well they're going after Second Amendment hard because that's the one thing that Maybe. is yeah. the string that holds everything together, though, right? If they take well, that, definitely. it's going to be tested. It's like that. going to be tested. Right. I think that's what I'm saying. How many other countries don't have that? Right? Every other country. Right. Yeah. We're the only ones. That's why we're the right. beacon so we'll that see, can go like, either way. Yeah. We've got the ability to show the rest of the world, man, there's a fighting spirit. You can fucking, mm. you can do it or compliance and you know, we got some real tests. So what would you do if something like what is happening in China and other places starts happening here? And like, how far do you think that truly could be? How far? If not already That's happening. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> where does that lead to? Because so far they've been, like their lockdown was the first signal to the other lockdowns that kind of spread towards, I guess, the West. And then at some point it reached us and... Even that they like intentionally like. I think right? what people got to like, understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I want to shut down the world. Because they're already right. talking about COVID coming back, right? Yeah, Fauci's, Fauci's already. Well, shit. isn't there a Masks thing? And, I just saw fall. an article about um, the Zika virus. Oh, is saying that it's going to be a next, it's coming back all Zika's over again. Uh, they they use the word the co- pandemic in there. And Zika. <laughs> that there's a possible a... Zika pandemic coming yeah. up. Mm, possible. Right. Oh, whoops, we blew up the wrong plant in oh, Ukraine. Damn. <laughs> you look at that. It's Bill like, Gates just happens to have a vaccine that he's been working on because he's been down here. Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think it might be tested. You know, they're it trying to be, go after these yeah. ghost guns hard. Why are they trying yeah. to go after what they call ghost guns? Because, you know, if they what? can eliminate that from being out there, then they've got serial numbers to all the other firearms mm-hmm. you know and they can start to track that stuff mm-hmm. um you know when biden comes on and is talking about high ca- um you know capacity magazines and then they <laughs> label everything as assault weapons it's like yeah. you know you yeah. try to demonize things with these words like my dad still 
calls he thinks everything's a machine gun or an Uzi. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was telling him, you know, that you're you're having an opinion on something you know nothing about, completely mm-hmm. out of emotion, because in his mind it's like Scarface, right? Where he's just spraying right. fucking everything, right? And right. you're just mowing and that's down. The only thing it's for, right? right. And that's the only thing that someone's going to do with those what's, what's and, crazy is like everybody's so safe like you can imagine people who think like that everybody mm-hmm. is so safe and then you see all the time on the news man this person died this person gets killed this person well what you know yeah. why are all these people being killed it's not you know and and then you have no experience with guns because nobody around you has guns right and so you don't hunt you've never killed anything mm-hmm. you just buy your food you know what i mean and it's so separated that it makes it really easy to th- have that thought. And then the the thought that, oh, that's here to protect against the government is some far out, like, crazy idea because you've never read about communist Russia or whatever. You've never... Well, and you know people... I mean? and so you, you don't know the that, past, that, right? That, that, like, this, this exact thing happened uh, with my mom where uh, she was talking about, you know, she, she was like, oh, I just wish we could get rid of the guns. I was like, Mom, I don't think you understand the you know why why we really have that amendment and i I went through the same thing with her and then i i i i was also that whole thing started because we were talking about the left and i was telling her how crazy it is that you know all these communist and and like marxist ideas are starting to get so popular and uh how they're these school teachers on fucking tiktok and shit that are showing off their communist flags and their marxist flags and bragging about how they're they are absolutely trying to indoctrinate indoctrinate kids and my mom's like well what exactly is so bad about marxism she's like i'm embarrassed to admit she's like i've just never read on it she's like i don't know anything about communism and i was like i just you know i i had to start telling her about a, a couple of things and then um yeah i just uh it was interesting though because i you know i i've had that thought too like the problem with my mom is her dad was a socialist hmm. and maybe even a communist and so he like protest he was like real pro-union back in the day and he like ran unions or you know he i even have like a gavel from like a union that was, I don't know, he was awarded or whatever and so they would protest you know when people aren't getting paid enough it's some like and so that's in my mom's head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is that, oh, look at the good, and then my dad was this. You know what I mean? So she's real pro on the on the surface, right? But then there's been a couple times where I'm, where she's admitted. She's like, I don't even really know what communism is. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, like, can we talk about it? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so I've, I've gone to similar places. Um, but, yeah, so, but it's hard to, to prove that gun thing to... To, to even see, it took me many years to like just even think that through in my head till it made sense. Because mm-hmm. you think, oh, well, the government, they have F 16s and fucking, you need to like learn about Vietnam and yeah, like, you need to warfare exactly and stuff. understand like, oh, like how, like, right, the, the threat of it. What I mean, that would actually look like. That's why you know? Russia's having problems in Ukraine. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. because you've got, it's yeah. not an easy, you know, thing to beat. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not two armies that are right. on the fucking fields and then whoever right. has the most arrows or what, in the people yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it's not like that simple. Yeah. But I think we need to make more, you know, and I know it sounds cliche and kind of lame. I hate that whole yoga fucking warrior mentality. But I think we need literally more of a culture of warrior-minded individuals. Because then 
you know, you've got way more peace and you've got way more um, prosperity if you can keep it under control and not just be, you know, like abusing that level of, you know, power mm-hmm. that you develop with that. I was, I was hearing someone say maybe the skills we'll need in the future or the soon future is like Ronin type shit and like like guerrilla warfare type stuff, sneaky things. Mm-hmm. Like the, it's going to be an era of like trickster kind of energy. Like you, we're going to have to like hide things and you know what I mean? You know, it's going to be an era of like that kind of stuff just yeah, in general. It might be. Because if you have a power machine like sinking in, yeah. you can't just face it. You have to like in the shadows and stuff like that, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. All those years of playing Splinter Cell are going to find Nice, nice. All right, was that a good place to end? Sounds yeah. good. And that, folks, is what we think about chi. <laughs> right, yeah, second time. <laughs> <laughs> the subject at all. If you want to know more, maybe next episode. Um, yeah, that's cool. The machine. Mm-hmm. The machine. Mm-hmm. All right. And choosing the narrative. Don't be part of the machine. <laughs> electric Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seems like everybody's on the electric Kool-Aid now. <laughs> you guys never had electric Kool-Aid? I've just never I've heard I've never it called that. had or I don't electric even know what Kool-Aid it is. Electric Kool-Aid acid test. <laughs> you ever came across that? Uh, no. So like a group of like hippies in the 60s had a van, a bus. Later. Yeah. Like Scooby-Doo? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, I think it might even look like that. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on Ascent 420 YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Bye. <laughs>